Welcome to BH Podcast, which is the fourth episode today, and I'm really happy to say I've got my first guest on today, which is Heidi Jo, and we are going to be talking about making the leap. Now, Heidi Jo is now a personal trainer and her own boss, and is a well-driven, motivated person with a fantastic passion for her job. Heidi has had previous jobs, but she made the leap to create her own project and business around nine months ago, which is really successful today. Uh, Today we will be finding out about Heidi's school life and experiences and what she did just after school. Uh, We'll look into previous jobs and how she felt during them. And then uh, we'll ask when and why she went to make the leap and we'll talk about the process, feelings and achievements along the way. So, without further ado, let's introduce Heidi. How are, you, how are you doing today, Heidi? Hello, are you okay? Awesome today. How are you coping with COVID-19? Oh, well, I think it's just completely unknown to us all, in it? and I think we're all struggling in our own ways, really, to deal with it. Um and it is tough, obviously, being out of routine, not seeing your friends and family. But um, I think for me, I'm just trying to make the most of the free time because normally I'm like a really busy person. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, like do things that maybe normally I wouldn't really have time to do and just trying to be as productive as I can. But obviously, you know, I have had days where I've just felt really just down and, you know, I've struggled to be productive, but then it's just important to pick yourself back up and do your best, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you've got to keep busy, that's the main thing, isn't it? Just keep your eye on yeah. the game, you, you know, you've done your own things, we'll talk a bit about that later on, your own things, what you've done to help people through this time, which is brilliant, but I'm yeah. um, glad to hear you're coping well as well and you're still full of energy, that's good to know. <laughs> yes, all about that. So um, I might be struggling, but I'm still keeping everyone else going. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where you've got to be. Anyway. And like you said, you find time now to do things yeah. like, like you know, spend more time with the family or just you've got to tell yourself to relax sometimes. I mean, so that's nice as well. Yeah, definitely. Because with my job, usually my main working hours are from around three o'clock in the afternoon to like nine in the night. So obviously Sam works normal hours, Sam's my husband, for anyone listening and doesn't know that, uh, so he works like nine until three, so we're literally like passing ships in the night and we never see each other, yeah. so to actually be stuck with each other right now is challenging in <laughs> some ways, but at the same time it is nice to get, you know, a bit more time together like you said, so. Yeah, awesome, and um, before we go any further as well, we should say we're doing this on Zoom, we're not... Uh, we're not doing it together, just to let everyone know we are. Oh following. yeah, <laughs> we are following the guidance. Yeah. So um, Definitely. before we go, on, before we go on to the uh, you making the leap, Hyde. What I wanted to find out a little bit first: uh, how was school life for you? How did you enjoy it? What was like your favourite subjects? How were your grades? Um, and did did you leave with anything positive? Okay, um, so I'd say. In general, obviously, I had my struggles, like probably most people, uh, with regards to just, you know, um, struggling at points academically and, you know, feeling like you just don't want to carry on because school, I think, is just such a high pressure, isn't it, for young people, especially, like, you know, when it's coming to exam time, you know, and it's just really, it's really stressful, like, you know, for for teenagers to cope with, like. Um, So, yeah, I think for me um not to like put my family down but 
like I haven't really got any major academics in my family then do you know what I mean like um no one has really gone to university or anything like that so I always kind of felt an immense pressure to do well yeah um because I'm such a mommy's girl like um my dad um has kind of been out of the picture since I was younger and so my mother is like my world and for me I just wanted to really like do her proud um so yeah when it comes to the academic side of things I think like I did just really try my best all throughout school. Um, had my struggles, you know, at times in terms of like a little bit of bullying and things like that. Like, um, yeah. but all in all, I will say I, I I do look back and you know on fond memories and you know I do, you know I did definitely love school. Um, yeah, and in terms of like my favorite subjects and things, um, PE obviously. Um, also. I dance. Um, and I loved English as well, um, but absolutely hated maths and science. Um, anything Same. like, oh, honestly, I'm so bad at maths. It's really bad. But now being like, obviously, my own boss, I've got to do all my own finances and things like this. And so maths is actually really relevant to me right now. And so I kind of wish that I concentrate more and try to be hard in school. Yeah, no, that, that's, um, that's, a, that's something that uh, I've always struggled with maths and that's something I'm putting yeah. into place now. Like I said, it's never too late for people to do that. Um, no, but I thought I thought you'd say PE with a favourite subject. Yeah, and... of course. <laughs> but, um... but you know, sorry. Go no, on. go on, go on. I was just gonna say when it comes to maths in school, I feel like you learn really quite irrelevant things. Obviously, they're relevant to the exams you sit. But when it comes to growing up and the type of maths that you implement, like you know, in your everyday life, it's just. It's not, it doesn't really match up, does it, you know? No, not for everyone, like algebra and things. Uh, Yeah, just things like that, like. Yeah, but um, no, that was a good question, no, but I thought it was PE, but it's it's nice for everyone to know as well how, like, other people come out to school, and that's not, like, some people think that's the last stop saloon type of thing, and if you didn't, and if you didn't do well in school, um... Mm. That that's the end of the the book, but it's not. Um, yeah. I found out that, and obviously you have as well, so that's good. Yeah. So, um, next question, really, Hyde is just coming out after school. Um, can you remember like what type of job you first went in? Has it always been sporty? Has it always been a health and fitness background? Yeah, so um, in school, you know, I was always the sporty type, you know, like my teachers would just chuck me into any sort of like sport competition, athletics, anything really. Um, and obviously I'd get stuck in very willingly. Um, and yeah, so um, it kind of did all start really in school. Um, started my sporting background when I was like seven. Um, so my mother chucked me into it from the swimming club um, and I was, I'd train like, you know six days a week um go to galas all around the uk like most weekends so i really did commit kind of my life really to to sport at quite a young age yeah um and then when i was um 16 uh i did a cross-country race for school um and it turned out like i you know i i finished um in a good place and so i got you know, I, I just kept going sort of up the ranks in terms of competitions and started representing like my county. And then um, I got offered to represent Wales. Awesome. Um, so this was obviously after then ending up joining Bridgend Athletics Club. Um, and like I had an amazing coach there. So I'd be training really hard. And then, yeah, I think it was within a year, I um, ended up representing Wales in cross country for like two years running. 
Um, so that was just after school, yeah? Yeah, so oh, this was awesome. from age like 16 to 18. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and then obviously in terms of sport, like go through school, I did like dancing and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, uh, and then I would say probably when I was about 15 then, um, my relationship like with the gym just absolutely blew up. So I just started going to the gym and just fell in love with like health and fitness in general. Taught myself about a lot about like nutrition, started cooking for myself. Um, so it's been many years actually, Brad, and I'm only 24. <laughs> yeah, we get, we're getting old now. It's been, a bit, it's been a bit of a journey. Um, but yeah, in terms of like after school, um, I did, like you've said before to me, that, you know, you felt that pressure to have to go to university. Um, and I think the main reason, like I said previously, why I kind of felt that pressure was because of like my background in terms of my family and just my mother in particular was like, really set on me going you know she felt like if I go to university like I'm gonna be successful you know and if I don't go to university then I'm not gonna be successful and so again I did definitely feel a lot of pressure um but I was a little bit like oh is it for me I don't know um and I did really to be honest growing up I didn't have a great perception of like where we live so um I did always have the mindset of can't wait to get out of the rom there break free of the rom the bubble like I just want to get away um so I applied for a number of different universities um and I was planning on going away to like Bournemouth University and just moving away yeah um but then ended up deciding that Cardiff Met was actually one of the best sporting you know universities they've obviously got the NIAC and I was yeah. really into my run, my running and stuff at the time um, and there was a really good coach who was training there from Welsh Athletics so I really wanted to get involved so uh, I don't even know if you know this Brad but I actually went to university for like a term um right. and long story short it wasn't really the course um or anything that kind of put me off to be honest I actually really enjoyed the few lectures and things that I went to but um it was the kind of um surrounding things so uh, I couldn't get on to halls because I lived within the 25 mile radius so that was like a nightmare yeah so I ended up then moving in uh, like to this um halls that was like in Cardiff somewhere and it was just horrendous the people I was living with so I ended up moving back home and then I had to commute to Cardiff like every day and I just hated it like I felt like I wasn't getting stuck in I wasn't meeting really any new friends because I wasn't living in the halls and stuff with them and going out on freshers and things so uh, oh gosh Brad I went home and I said to my mother I was like ma'am I gotta I gotta quit like I can't do this anymore I'm really unhappy yeah and safe to say she absolutely freaked out like she was like you're gonna be working at mcdonald's for the rest of your life you're gonna be stacking <laughs> shelves in asda like she was really um yeah she didn't take it well um yeah yeah but then i'm so not blabbing on that no no so it was, it was like you went uh you were a bit unsure after school then the athletics then went into uni and then a bit unsure so what was it was yeah. it was your first job after that then the sporting uh an organization in sport yes yeah, so what happened after that was 
obviously, you know, because I've always been into sport and sports always been, you know, and fitness has always been my main hobby and interest. It just only seemed natural that I got to go into something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just so difficult, you know, in that situation. I didn't really have much support, you know, career support then around me and nobody should really sort of point me in the right direction. I was just like, what do I do from you? I knew I wanted to go in the sporting industry and or, or the fitness industry, but I didn't really know, like, what route to take because I thought, well, university's down the drain now and so what what else can I do? What's my other option? You know, is yeah. there even any other options? Like? That, that was a, that was, I, I spoke to someone about this the other day. That was a confusing yeah. point for me because... Yeah. I, I, and I don't want to... Th- the school I went to was brilliant and the teachers there were brilliant, but... It it was like the last year of sixth form. It was it was always driven that you were go you 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 were applying for university. You, yeah. And, and you you'd feel a little bit like you had a careers advisor and you could talk about college and things. Yes. But uh, I th- I think looking back now, I wish I just went to college in year eleven, and done yeah. something like I I I love what I'm doing now. But if yeah. um if I think I wasted two years there because I only come out with an A level come out with something an A level in sport, but. Like you said, it was interesting to hear it from someone else that school towards the end sometimes comes the only avenue you can go down is university when it's not. So Yeah, and it is almost, like you said, a pressure to stay on for sixth form, isn't it? You know, yeah, if you yeah. leave and you go to college, then it's like, you know, why? It's not a good thing. But it's, it's, it's each to their own. I know people who've gone to college and have gone out really successful, you know, well-paid jobs and they're really happy. So... You know, it's, yeah. it really is. You don't know it at the time because no one really says it to you, but it is each to their own, you know, and, and whatever avenue you take, you can still be successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. So, yeah, it was obviously the the athletics, which is really good. I know you're a good runner, faster than me. I think everyone <laughs> is. And then obvi- no, maybe not faster, but I can probably run longer. <laughs> yeah, obviously, um, Cardiff Met then, that, that was probably a good experience yeah. for you for that term, probably. But yeah, like you, it was. But like you yeah. said, I know. This was what, meant to be. One of my mate, yeah, one of my mates when a Cardiff met, he said it was fab for facilities down there. But um, yeah, that yeah. that seems like a journey in itself. So fair play. Hey? Yeah. Um. So well, the ne- the next um question I was gonna go on to is, where so what age was the first feeling that you thought right? I want to make this leap. I I want to be my own boss. Did it did it sort of come out of the blue or was it always something you've had going around inside? Well. So when um so when I quit um university, I like I said I was stuck in a bit of a rut, didn't know what to do. So I ended up just getting like, you know, rubbish jobs, you know, barmaid, waitress and stuff. I weren't happy. Um and then long story short, I met my now husband. He was working for a sporting organization, which you uh, mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um and you know, and so I got offered the opportunity to join this sporting organisation whereby they take um, PE lessons, RE lessons and PSE lessons in Rhonda-based primary schools and they work with uh, Rhonda uh, comprehensive schools as well. Yeah. And so this just seemed like the perfect opportunity. So I grabbed it with both hands, did that for a few years, absolutely loved it, honestly gained so much valuable experience. Um, and throughout my time, I gained my level two fitness um, instructing qualification. I gained my level three and level four teaching assistant qualifications. Um, and I gained my level one and two netball coaching qualifications. Um, I ended up doing netball coaching and stuff as well on the back of this sporting organisation. Um, 
and then when I was when I left this organization I really was um in a place where what do I do um and so I was back in that place you know where I was really stuck in a rut didn't know what what was what you know what what is my purpose type thing you know what what is it that uh, I'm supposed to do um and so I definitely have always thought about being my own boss. Um, I'm quite like independent. I like like things done like my own way. Yeah. So it's definitely always appealed to me. Um, and I know it sounds silly, but you know when you go like obviously you, you probably wouldn't know this, but maybe if there's any girls or women listening, they would like you go into your beauticians and you just think, wow, like they paint painting my nails by year. Like they can earn as much money as they want. They can work whatever hours they want. They can take as much time off as they want. Yeah. Like they've got no boss, you know, they've got no boss on their back. Um so it's always definitely appealed to me. Um and I and I love, you know, being like organized. I love giving hundred percent effort effort to things. And so um I would say when I left this sporting organization, it that really wasn't on my mind. So I was just thinking, what can I fall back on? So like I said, I had my teaching assistant qualifications so that seemed the easiest and most natural route because of my experience with working with children as well yeah so I did teaching assistants for a um for like a year and then I just got bogged down because I paid all this money to do my Hilda which is what you do in a Brad yeah, yeah um you know level four um teaching assistant but I w- wasn't able to get a job as a Hilda and so as I'm sure you know you know teaching assistants are well interpaid yeah, yeah. I was level, level four qualified but paid as a level one and so I was just fed up I felt like I wasn't being challenged um I wasn't really getting anything out of the job anymore as much as I enjoyed it um I felt like there's more for me you know I, I it's something more so long story short now I ended up wanting to go back to university study psychology so random um but I just <laughs> thought I'm really interested in like people's minds and the way that you know people's minds work and stuff so let's go for it so I applied for university, got accepted, um, was going to, uh, um, so I met up with some friends um, who have studied psychology and they advised me that I need to get experience as a support worker. So I applied for support working jobs, didn't have obviously any relevant experience apart from working with children, but I had no experience with disabilities or SEBD needs um anything of this sort so but I did manage to find a job through agency so I took the leap um quit my teaching assistant job stepped out my comfort zone um started support working um and honestly Brad worst experience of my life it was so difficult um I was in a medium security um college working with young people um and they had social emotional behavioral difficulties um they were mainly um autistic um and it was really challenging um i had so much empathy towards the people i was working with um that i just I t- took it home with me, you know, yeah, every yeah. single day. Um, and I'm such a sensitive person. Like, it literally is that job. You've got to be so strong mentally to be able to cope with the things you experience. Yeah. Um, that it just personally just wasn't for me. Um, but anyway, I had to quit. Um, financially, it was difficult, but I had to. So it left me in a place where I didn't know what to do. So I found another support working job, which was, less challenging so I was just working with elderly who had mental um impairments so 
that I did that for a month or two and I still you know it's still always in the back of my mind like this is not me this is not what I meant to do it um you know what what is it like I just gotta find something yeah so um looked into other avenues and obviously thought you know what everyone all my life has always said to me that I need to become a personal trainer yeah, yeah. and I've always ignored them and I've always thought, no, fitness is my hobby. I love training. You know, yes, okay, I've got, you know, pretty decent knowledge and whatever, but I just don't want that to become my job. Um, and then I basically uh, got in touch with NPCT, who are um, an apprenticeship organization. Um, and th- I did my level two fitness instructing with them a couple of years um, previous to this time. And um approached them just to ask if I'd be eligible for um you know their apprenticeship and you know we and because I was working in a gym at the time I was because working part-time at a gym so I you got to be working in the sporting organization or fitness related organization in order to be eligible for the apprenticeship yeah which was amazing because it's all government funded so I thought right okay let's do it so I was doing this course part-time alongside my, my new support working job um and then yeah, and then obviously decided then I was going to cancel my application to do psychology um, and, and and thought this is this is what I'm supposed to do. So in terms of taking the leap, um, i got to be honest, it was kind of a desperate leap yeah. because I just thought, what have I got to lose? I'm stuck in dead-end jobs. I'm really not enjoying, you know, low-paid. Um, I'm unhappy. This this doesn't feel like it's for me. Um, and I definitely now, looking back, believe that it was all meant to be. You know how it yeah. all happened. Yeah, that, that, um, that's honestly every question I've asked to you, the answers like uh, so crazy. But it's it's great to like explain it because like yeah, you, you, you all right. I want to go back to uni, but then you say, all right, no, yeah, I'm gonna find. And that, that's what it's all, I, I think people don't understand that it's not just a decision. It's not a straight road. No, yeah. you, you, you can go windy. You can mm-hmm. have different experiences. Like the, Definitely. But you can always, like you said, there was a de- it, it might be, right, just a spur of the moment. It hasn't always been in you. People tell yeah. you every day, this is what you need to be doing. Based oh, no, no, you ignore it. But then you go for it and then it, it, yeah. it, 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 it ends up to be one of the best things, obviously, you enjoy it now. And I, yeah. I always say to people as well, if if you get up on a Monday morning and you're feeling, uh, I don't want to go work, I, I honestly, I, I know Mondays are hard, but once you're there, yeah. once you're doing it, it it's, it's nice, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? If you like your yeah. job, and I always yeah. say, if you don't like your job, you've got, you've got to make some sort of change because obviously Definitely. you're doing that for a, a high percentage of your life so yeah I say I always say the exact same you spend so much time in work if you're unhappy you're going to be unhappy in every you know in every other area of your life really you know yeah yeah and I gotta say Brad in terms of um how I actually ended up making this decision right I just forgot to tell you um in terms of going for this personal training qualification I was training right so I got some weights in, in my house and I was training in my spare room right and Sam walked in my husband walked in and I just had a breakdown and I was like what if I'm not going to enjoy this course? Like, is psychology even really for me? Like, yeah. what am I doing? Um, and he literally, he went like this to me, and I'm not lying, I give actually him credit, right, because he sparked something, and he said, hi, this is you, because I was there, and I was training in my gym kit, and then he was like, this is you, like, this is what, 
this is this is you know what you were meant to do like this is what you're passionate about this is your hobby like how amazing would it be if you could do that as a career yeah. And that sort of like, so him sort of saying that to me, it literally was the start of it. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go for it. It's, yeah, it's, it's so, like you said, it's so simple. Like, but you, it just doesn't yeah. process through your mind like that first off, does it? No. So, um, <laughs> um, the, the yeah. next part is, like, do you know the, 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 the first couple of days before you were going to do this and things were going to really up and you were going to go for it? Um, how did you feel? What things did you have to sort out before, like, uh, fin- let's talk about the finance first. Was that, like, a tricky part to sort out? Um. Yeah, so initially you obviously got to think about what it is you're going to be offering and, you know, trying to establish how much you're going to charge, which was definitely a big thing for me because, like, you know, we, you taught on your personal training course to have a look at local, I don't like to say competition, but, you know, local um, people in the same field as you yeah. and see, you know, you've got to sort of compare how much they are um, charging and, you know, kind of go from there. But the difficulty is a lot of people, most people don't actually display their, their, their prices on their like social media and stuff. So yeah. I actually found this really difficult and I will give credit to the tutors on my apprenticeship because they really helped me to, um, you know, to, to, to decide and, and, and definitely the gym owner. Um, so, the owner of the gym that I'm currently working at as well, he's given me some advice and stuff. Um, but yeah, at, at the start, I was definitely freaking out um, about, you know, the logistics of things, you know? So yeah. how much am I going to charge? What exactly am I going to be offering? Like, and all that. Like taxes um, but, and things, is it? Oh, is yeah, that... yeah. Taxes and stuff as well. Um, that was a big one. But I, I spoke to a few people and they kind of said, you know, for me, because I'm a sole trader, so I, it's just me and I'm not actually, I haven't got any, like, employees and things like that. And it's not, like, a big, you know, limited company or anything. It's, it's just a small, you know, business type thing. But I wouldn't need an accountant. Yeah. Um. So I haven't actually filed a self-assessment uh, return yet because I'm not doing one because obviously my business is under a year old. Um, so I haven't gone through that process yet, which I'm dreading. Um, but it is crazy. You've got to keep, you know, you've got to keep um, track of everything, you know, every all your outgoings, uh, all your income, you know, yeah. you've got to be, you've definitely got to be uh, very organised. What was like, what was it like? So I, I got to say, I can say this from my point of view that your advertisement is, is professional, it's out there. You know, it, it, it looks like it well it is a proper brand and business and it like I said it looks professional. So that that all looks like clean swept, that's brilliant. But do you do you know when that first went out then, so you threw your advertisement out there, what yeah. what was it like getting clients for for yourself? Um well thank you, Fizzle. No. <laughs> no, um it was uh yeah, it's definitely daunting, you know, it's definitely scary. Of course it is, because you don't know you have no idea how it's gonna go. You know, you're putting yourself out there, you know, you've put your name on your business and you just don't even know if anybody's gonna wanna care about what you've got to say or care about what you've got to offer. So, you know, it's definitely initially very scary. Um but my main in terms of like ad, like you said advertising and marketing my main tool has just been social media honestly like I can't recommend if anybody's listening to this and they're a business like honestly utilize social media it's free um, and it's absolutely you know taking my business to new heights and continues to do so um, you know I do I'm not gonna lie I do put a lot of time effort and energy into my social media but it's absolutely worth it yeah. um, because you know it is just it puts you on a platform and you're able to reach so 
many people so easily. Um, and I would honestly say that's probably been the main Instagram more than anything has been the main um, reason really why my, my business kind of took off like it did and so quickly as well but what I would say is I think people particularly girls growing up around you know around me around our area as always have always kind of known me as you know I'm a fitness fanatic you know as the sporty girl type thing and so I've always had girls that you know asking me messaging me in the past you know oh can you train me like can you write me a diet plan and all this stuff like even when I was younger so I just think it, it was just kind of like that kind of a natural thing so a lot of people knew me knew what I was about and was kind of like oh yes Heidi's doing personal training you know yeah. so it wasn't kind of like a random thing you know like oh what Heidi's I doing think, personal training I, I think it was just like uh, to be honest a person that people felt comfortable coming to as well you know yeah uh, girls girls like to go to another girl to speak about something obviously but yeah. and some of them probably felt a little bit nervous going to a male yeah PT so that was one good thing about it but I, yeah. I want to say this was I the first male I think I was <laughs> you yeah you were the first male yeah awesome. I love that but honestly I'm totally open to it but you know I mean again you taught this you, you know in your personal training qualification you, you know from a business standpoint you've got to find your niche and yeah. so you know you can't you know you've got to kind of find your your area your sort of marketing route and your target audience and go with that um and so obviously you know you've only got to take one look at my social media and you'll see that I'm all about empowering women yeah. and, and you know and all this stuff but at the same time you know I would never turn a guy away I've got absolutely nothing against males I, do you know what in fact I love training men because it is just like a different uh, ball game you know yeah. the sessions and I, stuff I, and I, I think we've had two Twice I've come to you, and the, you know what happened the last time. <laughs> I was but this is why I love you, though, because, I mean, you're an athlete, and, like, you know, you're so used to training and stuff. I mean, oh, a yeah. lot of the women that I train are, like, complete beginners and really yeah. good to exercise, and so it's a like, really nice change for me as well. I remember I, I hadn't done, like, circuits or interval training in a while, and I thought, <laughs> oh, come on, let's change it up now. Let's ask Heidi what she's doing, and go down it just for that extra person to push me. And I think I was in the sink when I nearly sprayed <laughs> Most of the time. I think you were, Brad. Well done, right, for admitting that. Fair play. Yeah, no, no, I was. And I, I, I can remember you saying it constantly, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> no, but honestly. No, I am. I love, you know, obviously it's what I'm there for. I'm Mrs. Motivator. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm helping people. I'm encouraging them. You know, I want to push people to the limits. That's what they pay me for. But at the same time, you know, you, you have got to be sensible about it. You've got to make sure people are okay. You know, you've got to, yeah. you've got to kind of be able to read you know how hard they work in when they need a rest and whatever you know it's just part of part and parcel of the job like yeah honestly that was great so do you know like the first day on your feet then i like, just a quick one yeah. W- yeah what was that feeling like i bet i bet it was a proud moment i bet it was like wow i've i've done this or did did it take a while to like just embed in you what you're on your own now and what was your first day like Honestly, it's so empowering because, like, you're your own boss, you know? And and it's, like, what I've always kind of thought is, you know what, this business can go as big as I want it to, can stay as small as I want it to, like, I am in control, you know? And it's all about how much effort and energy I put into it, um, you know? And so it is definitely um, encouraging. And, and, And like I said, I was very, very fortunate. Um, You know, it quickly picked up, like, on Instagram, and I just bought a diary and I was taking consultations like two weeks in advance so I was prepared you know so when I quit my job I actually had you know income coming in and type thing and honestly I think I had I think it was like 
oh, what was it? I think it was 20 consultations in my first week. Wow. And on my personal training course, um, they set us like a realistic target of, of like trying to get 10 clients in your first month. And so for me, I was like, what? Because I was like, right, don't expect too much now, you know, 10 clients in one month, like that's what you're aiming for. Yeah. And it was like 20 in my first week. So it was just amazing. Like, awesome. But yeah, um, how I felt. Um, do you know what? Like, it's been, it's technically my dream job. Uh, my dream job, it would be something to do with health and fitness, obviously, and helping people. You yeah. know, it just gives me passion and purpose. And so, like, for me, it's those two things combined. And yeah, and I want to say, I've never looked back. Awesome. That, that's, a, that's a good feeling to have on the first day. And obviously, you still have that now. So, I, I just wanted, like, to put a personal view on this now because I, I want to say you created this company for the love like you just said helping people pushing them yeah. forward and being comfortable with exercise and their lives and yes. and being healthy Definitely. and making that change i feel your mission you've said yourself was first to get over that you know that fear with girls and get yeah. them into the swing more but now like like i said i come to you because you're you're to me and i want you to take us on board now you're a professional in what you do we got Thank you, we, no we we've got people around you P, P, mm. pts okay i think and i'm not i'm not afraid to be honest you they they take yeah. off more than they can chew and then mm. they they can't cope with the clients they've got and then it, it's not yeah. re, it's not really like a one to one basis and um yeah. i've always well, felt, I, i've always felt I would, with go on. i've always felt with like you that you 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 don't say just oh, i'm a message away or a phone call away if I've if I've had a question or I wanted to change because I've had a diet plan off you so that says yeah. something as well and many other people have but that was the first diet plan I can say that you took we had a we had a good meeting before it wasn't rushed you took yeah. you took you took time you cared about it you wanted to know about my background and what sort of exercise and lifestyle I had um yeah. and it, and you know you were you know one of the you you know I I don't want to call them fake but you know one no. of these. You know one of these people that has set this up just to get a paycheck at the end of the month. Do you know what I mean? You've done. Do you know this. what though? I genuinely think it all comes down to passion. And if, yeah, if yeah. anybody's gonna take anything away from building a business or anything, or anything, right? It's all about that passion, that fire in your belly, that desire to do what you do. Yeah. And so you know. I'm not a money chaser. I'm really not. And all my clients will absolutely, you know, stand with me, you know, on that. Um, because you know that is what it's all about, and that's how I think. Like you said, people and people do recognize it. You know, yeah, yeah. I it's, genuinely it's, um, care, and so I am there for everyone. Well, I would say now, if there's anyone out there thinking I'm, I'm making a change in their life, I'll give your Instagram out later. Um, yeah. But if you want to get into exercise, if you want to make a change, if you want a better diet plan and sort your food out, this is a girl you need to see because not just that, like I said, you are a message away, you are a phone call away, you will keep in touch, you haven't bitten off more than you can chew, you can control your business. Yeah. Um, and the other thing as well is you, you, you've got the experience as well, you've been there and you've, you've, you've done, yeah. you've done the running, you've done, you know, you've got, you've got your qualifications to do your thing. But like I yeah. said, I I just wanted to put that in there. How professional your business is now, and yeah, the next fun. question like sort of leads on to it now. So, how do you feel now? You've seen it grow in your business with more clients. How do you feel like it's all sorted? You know, you know where you are now. You know how your daily obviously 
days can change because you're self-employed and you know different yeah. plans but how do you feel now like it's all settled down the madness has gone from when you first yeah. started beginning how does it sort yeah. of like level out now honestly i think being your own boss it kind of you always feel the pressure there's always you know it's always pressure to keep things going you know and and you know because obviously i mean I, i'm very very thankful to i got a lot of you know loyal clients and they've literally stuck with me since the start or they've been with me now for a good few months um you know and and i know this i'm not getting rid of it as some of them anytime soon um but you know obviously some people do just come with me for a few weeks and then they leave you know and so it is that constant pressure to be really honest to have that kind of client turnover you know and, and yeah. keep business flowing um and so this is why you've just got to literally you know i mean obviously my business is new it's only gone for nine months but i'm still so passionate about what i do that it's just not even a chore to me to keep on marketing keep on advertising keep on you know sharing things and trying to get obviously more people but like you said you know i have got a number where i cap it and yeah. because for me as much as i love what i do um i gotta make sure that i don't burn out um and that i don't um you know overwork myself and and, and and at the end of the day compromise it and and um you know put my personal life and my relationship with my husband and my family at detriment you know and so yeah. you know that you know those areas of life at the end of the day have got to come first and they mean a lot to me and so i don't work crazy hours not because i don't you know not because i can't but because i choose not to you know yeah. because i'd rather like you said give 110 percent to the clients i'm working with and not overburn myself you know yeah awesome if you could let let's um I I don't know if you've got more year but what achievements have you gained? So obviously you you got your PT achievement. What, yeah. When you when you've done uh, obviously you've you've won amazing awards as well. So I want you to talk about some of them now. What yeah. if you could pick three main award uh, achievements or awards you've won since you've been doing this? What mm-hmm. what were they? Wow, okay. Um, so I would definitely say one of them is the award that I received from MPCT, which is the company or organisation I did my uh, qualification with. Um, I was uh, very fortunately, I won um, Apprentice of the Year um, out of, you know, all of the hundreds of like people that they work with. Um, got invited to an amazing award ceremony in the Marriott Hotel and my video and things was played. I had to make like a, a video just to kind of explain a bit about myself and my business. It was played in front of all these people, you know, and I was in a room with amazing gym companies and gym trainers. And so it was just such an honor, to be honest, to be there and experience that. Um, and then secondly, I would say, um, honestly, just, and I, I guess this would be my second and my third, honestly, just making a difference in people's lives, as cheesy and as cliche as that may sound, like just getting the messages that I get, um, yeah. seeing the smile on my clients' faces, you know, like when we, because every month, you know, if they choose to, we retake measurements and things like this and, you know, do some fitness testing yeah. again and just seeing the positive changes that you know that they've they've made and the progress they've made and seeing how happy that makes them yeah um you know literally just all these amazing things all the things you can't even post on social media because yeah it is it's a personal um, thing you know between me and my clients and it's just that's the best thing about what i do to be honest uh, i'm uh, honestly the 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 things you said there like the awards you've had now is brilliant but i'm the same as you obviously i work with a range of age of children but the yeah. main thing for me is, and this is, and I don't want you to feel like that's a cliche because yeah. I'm going to, like, when you see someone smiling and you, yeah. you I, I used to be, you know, when you said it can get dangerous if you get too work driven 
and I didn't used to recognise the difference I was making. But when yeah. when I drive home in the car, then I learned to like switch off a little bit more because, like I said, I was yeah. always routine, you know, work, home, work, you know, gym, and it was like that. But when when you drive home in the car and you think, right, let's bring out the positives of today, or let let's bring out things we can improve. When I'm positive, come through, and you you know you've made someone smile or laugh or think you've made yeah. them to make that improvement. It's a million dollars in itself, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Uh, and I think for me as a personal trainer, I've always felt this immense pressure to make sure that I, I you know, that, I, that I'm getting results, you know. It's all about those physical results, you know. Yeah. got to make sure I've got those before and after photos. And then I just thought, that's not what I'm about, you know. Obviously, I mean, all my clients have made amazing progress, but I don't really want to fill my page with before and after photos and make people feel crap about themselves and, and completely focus on their physical appearance because the progress that they've made is sometimes immeasurable you know yeah. it's, 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 it's internal it's mental you know it's, it's so many other things than just you know a before and after photo yeah so like you said you've got it even now it's been set up um you've still got if you are going to do this you've still got to be you've got to be grounded you've got to be organized yes. and you've got to keep things ticking which i, I wanted to ask yeah. you that because some people think right when, when something's set up Right, yeah. that that's it. This done, but obviously you've got to keep up with the times. I mean, you've got to, you've yeah. got to see what's And it all depends how far you want to take it as well. Like you know, for me, I've got you know, I've got goals. You know, I, I'd absolutely love to have my own area one day. You know, my own little fitness studio. You know, and that's yeah. you know, there's lots of you know, I'm still looking to the future as much as I'm focusing on the present and smashing here and now. Like yeah. you still got to stay, you know, keep keep on pushing because you haven't got a boss, and so you're in control of your own professional development. Yeah, and so you've got to be aware of that as well. You know. Yeah. Um. And. Honestly, like I said, I'm a believer in that as well. You, I do, I'm, I've got a goal of where I want to be next. Um, and you yeah. take, you take it in months, years, weeks, mm. days. You know, you, and you've got. So it's, it's nice to see you still got your eye on the prize that way as well. Um, so the next question then. So, um, it, it's like a little bit of a question as well. Before we yeah. finish today, Hyde. Um, I'm, I'm a believer like you that. Sometimes to do something in your life, you don't need grades. Um, we've seen mm-hmm. that with many celebrities over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I, believe that you need just a dedication. You need to yep. hope in something you want to do. You need to trust in it. And yep. you, you need to be prepared to take risks. If you're not prepared, Definitely. like you said, to take that risk, you'll never know what's around that corner. So if there, if there are people listening today, and they want to obviously take that risk. What yeah. what sort of skills do you think they need to take that well, risk? If you obviously, be- I mean, you know, I think grades shouldn't be solely focused on. You know, it's not a be all end all. You know, say for example, you didn't do well in school and you haven't got very good GCSEs or A levels or whatever. Take control. Take matters into your own hands. Educate yourself. Do so much self research, you know. Look for courses on that, you know, online and things you can do. But it is obviously important. Whatever field you're going down, you need to be educated. You need to be knowledgeable, you know, in in order to pass that on to clients you may be working with, or to to enable you really to do your job to the best of your ability, you know. But 
as I expressed earlier, in terms of success and really getting somewhere, I honestly believe, like you said, it's your character, you know, it's your mentality, it's that, it's that, you know, determination, it's that commitment, it's that fire in your belly, it's that burning passion. Like, you know, if you really want something, go for it, you know, think to yourself, what have I got to lose, you know, um, and just try and make it work, you know, put things in place, get a plan, get a structure, um, and just think, you know, is this what I'm meant to do? Is this for me? Will this make me happy? You know, is it going to benefit me? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. What have I got to lose? Yeah. You know, I can always go back to whatever, you know, but what I would say is be patient. You know, yeah. I like I said, I'm very fortunate really because my business did take off quite quickly but if yours doesn't um you know then just be patient with it you know people say it takes 10 years to build a business you know you just gotta keep pushing yeah um, like, like you said would you say like sam did for you uh your husband yeah he, i i would say as well um i had to do this as well listen to people around you sometimes if they're bringing a positive out <laughs> you because I, yeah. I, I i sort of struggle to um take up like if some you know if, like I've said some nice things about you that are true yeah. on you today, but sometimes it's hard to take, isn't it? If someone, yeah. if someone's telling you you were good to this, yeah. see if you can build a career out of it. If it's something you enjoy, see yeah. see if you can build a career, and that's exactly what you did after Sam told you. So, Definitely. Awesome. Um, and if anybody's got a creative mind, like you said, you know, if, if something's not out there for you, create it. You know, do it. Just do it yourself. Yeah. Think, right, what can I offer? What can I start up sort of thing? Um, and there's so yeah. much help out there these days. You know, just got to look online. There's, you know, business, like... Um, uh, what's the word meetings and you know seminars and things like that that you can go to if you yeah. look on business open Wales. evenings and things yeah yeah lots of stuff so um i uh, before we end this podcast today now i've just been brilliant chatting to you i'm oh, i'm a i'm a big lover of quotes or like them yeah. sentences and me, me too me awesome <laughs> if there's anyone listening out there today that's they want to make the leap what quote uh what quote would you give them Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. You didn't tell me this one. I know. Come on. Oh, right. Okay. What quote would I give him? Okay. This is what I'm going to say. This has just come from the heart now, right? Go for it. Okay. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Awesome. So... Right. Obviously, basically, what that is saying is, you know, even if you don't feel like you're talented, even if you don't feel like you've got those grades, you haven't maybe got the correct experience, work hard, and you will still be able to achieve what you want to achieve. Mrs. Motivator. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, like I said, I, it's been brilliant to speak to you today. Obviously, yeah, it would too. it would have been a little bit better if we were in a better situation, but we've got it done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'd like to thank you. It's been brilliant. Um, I'll see you soon, but I wish you all the best in the future and i hope our listeners today enjoyed that one if you're looking to follow heidi or get involved with heidi heidi do you want to tell them your instagram account yeah um so it's heidi jose h-i-e-d-i-j-o underscore uh p-t I was gonna. I was gonna say to tell him uh, how you spell it as well, because it's a little bit of a tricky. Yeah, I know. It's, I spell it. I know. I spell it wrong, guys. Uh, I <laughs> but still... Brad, I just want to say to you as well. Thank you for your time and just keep smashing. Honestly, you know, you're doing this on a voluntary basis and you're really helping a lot of people. So just keep smashing it. Okay, thank you for that as well, Hyde. So you, <laughs> you've been listening to BH Podcast with 
myself Brad Hughes and Heidi Joe, a fantastic person. I hope you all enjoyed and I will catch you very soon. Bye for now.